We all surely know the more familiar creatures like Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, or even Mothman, which are associated with the term cryptid. Still, does that mean because we are familiar with these creatures that we fully understand what the term cryptid means? Does it only refer to creatures and monsters of fantastic proportion, such as these, truly, or does it have the possibility to refer to something more sensible? As it is the Webster's Dictionary definition of cryptid, that this refers to any animal or plant supposed to exist, but which is not yet recognized by science. It does not have to be a smelly bipedal primate purported by some to be a missing link, or even a sea serpent that survived the age of the dinosaurs. It could be something living today that we all recognize, a creature we never would think of as being a cryptid, but which at the time definitely would have been, simply because it seems so preposterous that a creature could exist within the, could exist with the feet and bill of a duck attached to the body and tail of a beaver. Yes, that's right. I'm talking about the platypus. Friends, welcome to my curious world. Let's get this story decrypted, shall we? The year is 1798. It is 20 years after the American Revolution. The major European powers and the First Coalition have made an unsteady peace with France, a peace which will lead to a surprising period of quiet during the French Revolution. The Irish Rebellion occurs on March 24th, the state which is remembered when the Irish rebelled against their British rulers and against the crown beneath whom they were subjugated. Point of fact, Events were happening all around the world that captivated and distracted the eyes, minds, and ears of the people who were living in it. It was a chaotic world indeed. They were living in at the time. A world where politics, science, and other global matters became more of an obsession, so too did it become an obsession for many that they be able to explain and make reason of the chaotic world around them just so they could have that peace of mind that not everything which seemed to happen seemed to happen without reason. Captain John Hunter upset this need for everything to either be reasonable or for it to at least have a rational explanation when he introduced the platypus pelt and sketches to the European world. It had been just nearly 200 years since Europe had come out of the Middle Ages. They were still dealing with repercussions not only from the witch trials, which only stopped in Europe around the 1630s, but also from belief in things such as changelings, fairies who would exchange a human for a frail fairy in its place, or also other supernatural creatures which haunted the minds of many until those of the Enlightenment used science to show them other reasons for why things happened. They showed them amidst the chaos of what was going on in their lives, most things had a decent, reasonable explanation, a notion which probably put some more at ease, until the, this incident with Captain Hunter and his Pelton sketches which he had sent to Europe. Automatically, the immediate reaction was this was a hoax. No one believed anything this fantastic existed, because remember, it was bringing more disorder into an already chaotic world. Hoax, therefore, was the quickest answer anyone could come up with. 
as is the answer many come up with when they hear theories about other more famous cryptids, which we will get to in later episodes. In fact, one of the earliest examiners, George Shaw, a medical practitioner, assistant lecturer of botany at Oxford University, and co-founder of the Linnaean Society, said when describing the platypus in his Naturalist's Miscellany, that it was, and I quote, impossible not to entertain doubts as to its genuine nature. A fact the same which goes for his counterpart Robert Knox, a Scottish anatomist and ethnologist an ethnologist, who was so insistent that the pelt had to be faked, he cut it apart in search of signs that it had been sewn together by an Asian taxidermist. How he would have known the taxidermist was Asian, I do not know. The point is, people fear what they do not know or do not understand. It was two years before the platypus got a Latin classification because science spent all that time trying to study how to disprove it and trying to prove what it wasn't instead of what it was. It wasn't recognized by science, to put it simply. Yes, that's right. It was a creature one person believed existed, but which was not recognized by science. Quod erat demonstrandum. The platypus was, in the late 18th to early 19th century, what we would define as a cryptid. A fact which brings us to the conclusion of this first episode. I leave you all with this. Who knows what else is waiting out there to be discovered? Who knows what other creatures are waiting to be known? To be found? To be learned about? And, well, decrypted? Hope you enjoyed this first episode of my podcast, Decrypted. Be sure to tune in for next week's episode, Maritime Lore, Sea Serpents, Krakens, and Other Beasts of the Deep. I'll be casting my lines to dredge up more interesting truths about these long-feared and admired legends of the deep. So don't miss out. You're going to want to be back for this one. For sure. Alright, have a great one to all who listened. Bye!